There we go. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 191st time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco the podcast. A uh, and only the second time since our Top Gun episode. Ah, oh, yes, the Mighty Maverick. I, I had a guy come. I had a guy come into the skate park today. And said he was a fighter pilot. And I asked him if he saw Top Gun. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like I lived it. I was like, damn, dude. <laughs> All right, make room for this guy's dick. <laughs> yeah, I lived it. <laughs> he said he was at, he said he went to Top Gun. He said he was there. That's insane. Yeah. That's insane. I had like three crying kids. So it was first day of ramp camp. So I didn't get to talk to him as much as I wanted to. Definitely more interesting. Than the kids, I'll tell you that. Why well, yeah. this guy, Doug? Ah, uh, you know, there's little skate kids and scooter kids and falling down, crying, runny noses. <laughs> oh, so like my kids? Yeah, except for twenty-five of them in a hundred-degree room. Yeah, but yours pay you. Eh, they pay, pay the skate park. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. So on today's episode, we actually have football news. I think. Oh, uh, football. I think because OTAs are going on. That seems to be the, the common denominators that all of a sudden reporters get to be around football players and and. and Players are starting podcasts and get, also get off my fucking lawn, please. This is my fucking turf. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, so I think it's just you know we get there's just just a bunch of drama, just a it's bunch of us. drama. Um, so I guess we will. Oh, and then we're gonna do we're gonna draft all the uh, wide receiver rooms, the wide receiver stacks. If you're Ooh. Um, if you're uh, if you're if you're up on the uh, the the daily fantasy lingo, big stacks, fat stacks. Um, all right. So first things first. I pop a freaks all the honeys. Um, <laughs> Tua, Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes. Little Tyreek started a podcast. You guys, you guys familiar with the the contents of his first episode? It's him and I guess Drew Rosenhaus set oh, yeah. setting the record straight. Must listen to podcasts, huh? Right. Drew I mean, Rosenhaus. so I I only saw the headline that he said two is more accurate than Mahomes, but Mahomes has. A stronger arm, something to that effect. He, yeah, I, I, I saw like a po, like a soundbite, ten seconds, and he was saying, like, yeah, two is more accurate. Hits him, you know, right in the breadbasket kind of thing. He said, he said, I went for one fifty with Matt Moore. I'm gonna be fine. Two is ten Matt Moores. 
How many Matt Moores is Patrick Mahomes? This is like the whole see the metric system versus whatever we're <laughs> doing the, here. I can't. I don't know. You've got the you've got the imperial. Is it imper- the imperial system that we have? Is that what we got? And then you got the metric system, and then uh, and then you've got the Matt Moore system. How many Matt Moores? How many Matt Moores is over under seventy five? Matt Moores is Patrick Mahomes. How many Matt Moores does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> I'm going under. It's a lot of that's a lot of people. This is this is a a the the pinky thing, right? Patrick Mahomes has as much talent as his pinky as Matt Moore. So it's like how many how many pinkies. pinkies does it take to make a a body to make to make a a a a, a a biracial angel. Yeah, since since we are not on the metric system, I'm going to say four and a half Matt Moores. I'm not going to get absurd with this, but four and a half. Wow. I mean, two, uh, Tyreek says Tua is 10 Matt Moores. So, Doug, are you saying that? I mean, Matt Moore is an NFL quarterback. You know, he had a little bit of a career. Like, let's be somewhat respectable here. So, okay, so we're saying which are we saying Mahomes is four and a half Matt Moore's or we're saying two is four and a half Matt Moore's? Two now I'm lost. I thought we were talking about how much how many Matt Moore's Mahomes on, has on think. the on the on the Matt Moore on ten on it takes ten Matt Moore's drink every time we say Matt Moore. Um on the ten Matt Moore scale, so ten Matt Moore's equals one Tua. How many Matt Moore's is Patrick Mahomes? Okay, I mean, you could say ten, but that's. So you think Tua and Matt and Mahomes are? <laughs> this is such great, this is such great podcast material. Right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying Tua's four and a half Matt Moore's, and I think calling Mahomes ten Matt Moore's is reasonable. Well, we've already had the the. We've already set the scale, Doug. Yeah, the scale is ten Matt Moore. Tyreek, so this is this is the Tyreek. What Matt the Moore. fuck, this Tyreek now? <laughs> True, he's I could have asked. <laughs> All right, um, what the? F- this is going a little bit too far. Tyreek, a couple weeks ago, was like they. So first, the video comes out that everybody's analyzing that has Tyreek waiting under what looks like a punt, but it's really Tua just chucking it. Like my trying to throw a Nerf ball 15 yards. This was like really early though. This was like a, three weeks ago. Was it? I thought it was more longer than that. Feels like, like, it was like a throw around, like right where you side. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it um, anyway, so, all of a sudden, everybody's slandering and, uh, the the Dolphins' social media team for selling out Tua. Like, Tua's throwing a ball with his eyes closed. He's trying to throw the ball so hard. And Tyreek's just waiting on it. And then Tyreek's got to come to his defense. And then... Well, and I, now- thought, I thought Tyreek had said something about... To, he made a comment about Tua, about his weak arm. No, no, he was. He's been. He's been defending him pretty. Like I, I think my point is there. He's defending him a little too much. Yeah, I think he made a comment early, and I think he's recovering from that comment. I think that's what's happening. Uh, see, I think it started with the video. I think like Ty. Since that video, Tyreek has been like, "No, man, he's he throws the prettiest ball I've ever seen." 
and he's got a great arm. And now we're doing this. Mahomes is the stronger arm quarterback, but Tyreek's way more accurate. I mean, he is a lefty. It does look pretty coming off a lefty. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you can't fucking deny it. I mean, you know, Steve Young fan, man. Let's see. Um, I mean, what are we expect? What are we expecting from Tyreek in d- over under his his twenty twenty one season in Miami? I mean, it's, what was that season? Let me look that up. Gut, yeah, I, gut I, reaction uh, over over under his twenty twenty one season this year. Without looking it up, I'll look it up and I'll and then like we'll, yards we'll and touchdowns, up. catches. I don't know. It's tough to say. More, I think, yeah, I would say he's going to be catches, heavily targeted. More catches, more yards after catch, less yards. So twenty twenty one was twelve hundred yards, nine touchdowns, one hundred eighty five fantasy points. That's always like anytime anytime I end up doing this, like who's gonna have the better season? And and I usually end up having these conversations with Travis. Shout out, shout out Travis, who listens. I I just found out today. Does he really 100, 191 episodes in? He finally tells me he listens to the fucking podcast. Hey, what do you start making fun of him more then? <laughs> um the yeah, so one hundred yeah, twelve hundred yards. Nine touchdowns. I'm going to go. I'll go over. The reason I'm going over is he didn't average a lot of yards per catch last year. And if he gets the same, like he did 1,200 yards in 2020 as well, but he did it on 87 catches. So, you know, Jalen Waddle is going to get a lot of targets, though, as well. That means they're going to have to run the ball a shit ton. You know, I take it back. I'm going under. I'm like 1,100 yards for, for Tyreek. Yeah, my initial thought was over just because I feel like they're going to have to – they gave him a lot of money. They made a big splash. They're going to have to feed him the ball. So he's going to be getting an alarm space. But, yeah, Waddle is definitely going to take catches away. And And McDaniel was the run game coordinator – for the 49ers under Shanahan. Like his whole thing, like the reason Juszczyk loves him so much and Kittle loves him so much is like all the run plays he would draw up. So like, and they've got, they, they picked up Raheem Mostert, Chase Edmonds, I think. Like they've got a, a maybe not a marquee running back room, but it's, it's deep. It's deep and it's fast. Yeah. Um, That's what she said. Yeah. yeah. Um, the uh so anyways i'm i don't know i'm going under i'm going under trevor what do you think over under 1200 yards nine touchdowns for for Tyreek. what i said uh more catches less yards i mean he had 111 catches last year it's a lot of catches actually yeah there's a, there's a lot of catches it's pretty good i feel like those two are just getting 10 15 yard passes all day long yeah, I mean, that was the entire offense last year. They fixed the offensive line a little bit. I mean, the, the Dolphins are going to be interesting. They've got a lot of new pieces, and it's the it's the make-or-break year for Tua. This is the the Danny Dimes year for Tua. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know why that name came to my mind. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, going into year four, he's going into year three. You've got to pick up the fifth year option going into year four. So this is the this is the make or break for that fifth year option thing. And uh, you know, it's, there's some pressure there on the little guy, on the little left hander. So, I mean, he's got a great supporting cast, so it truly is in his hands this year. Speaking of the Dolphins, it got leaked out that Sean Payton was going to get $100 million for five years from the Dolphins. $100 million. Jeez, that's a lot of money. I mean, this is where coaching contracts are going, though. Like, I think the most is like 10. Like, Gruden's contract was the one that was like, went insane. It was like, holy shit, 10 years, 100 mil. And now Peyton was going to get 100 for five years, doubled, doubled the, uh, the average yearly contract for Gruden. And, and I, listen, I actually, I just think it's a better deal giving Peyton 100 mil for five years than it is, uh, Gruden 100 mil for 10 years because, I mean, they fired Gruden after, what, three seasons, three and a half, and they still owe him 60. You know Peyton's getting to at least year three. So, worst case, you're only going to owe him 40 at the end of that. It's also Sean Payton. He's actually, you know, been a good coach the last 10 years. Um, But but this is what's happening because before, there was only 32 jobs for coaches and there was just the head coaching jobs, but now it's 32 jobs plus Amazon for Thursday night football plus Fox plus CBS plus ESPN. You've got all these other companies that if you're like a charismatic, smart, obviously helpful. I mean, if you look at the broadcast booth, everybody's fucking white. Um, that you know, if you're if you're one of those guys, McVeigh, Peyton, like McVeigh's going to end up getting a thirty million dollar deal. He's going to get a Tom Brady style deal at some point, maybe twenty million. Obviously, it's like if Peyton got twenty million, McVeigh's going to get twenty million from a broadcast team. So it's like this is what like the NFL coaches, the, the coaches aren't competing with other coaches anymore. If you're if you're one of these guys, you can start jacking up the you know because this shit doesn't hit the salary cap either. This is. You know, it's like you find a rich owner and fucking take the money. But this was like part of the big, like, bring Tom Brady to the Dolphins as well, right? We're going to get Tom Brady. We're going to get Sean Payton. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on with the Dolphins this offseason. I mean, even if Brady didn't come, can you think of a better coach for a weak, weak-armed quarterback than Sean Payton? No. I was going to mention how bad Drew Brees is at broadcasting. Didn't he get an extension? He got axed. He gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Did he get picked up somewhere else? No. Uh-uh. Oh. He's just sitting there fucking twiddling his thumbs. He's probably going to fucking tweet out that he might make a comeback again just to keep his name relevant. Do you know who the supposed replacement for Breeze is going to be? The Clapper. Jason Garrett. Oh, God. Who the fuck asked for that? <laughs> so, so that means Wade Phillips. You know, Drew Breeze joins Wade Phillips as the only people, as the only people where. Somebody looked at them and goes, you know, I bet Jason Garrett would be better than you at this. <laughs> can you hear? Can he clap, though? Like, as he's in broadcasting, can he clap? I mean, I mean without video, it's going to sound like something else. 
yeah, like it's, it's not going to work for him. Like a really good plane. It sounds like Jason Garrett's in the booth, just jerking one. Clap on. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if the microphones pick up clapping very well. You're gonna have so it like a, it's it, gonna be like a cough mic. You know, a little cough yeah. button. Yeah. Little clap button. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna take a big weapon out of his arsenal. The, I mean, the weapon. Mm-hmm. You're gonna call him Jason the Clapper Garrett, and then you just don't hear that that soft little pitter patter. Those beautiful pink hands. See, there we go. Yep. The clapper. There's Jason. Jason, how are you? Welcome to the podcast. Oh, Jason. Oh, God, go on. I'm sorry to interrupt you, Jason. Jason, you were saying? That's well, that's a controversial. I don't know. I did the censor. Did we bleep that out? Yep, I agree. The 85 Bears. (laughs) (laughs) You can't say that about Jerry Jones on air. (sighs) He's a ginger. Ginger. What? When you're clapping, gingers represent. When you guys are clapping, is it? Is it? What's the motion you're using? Is it? Is it right hand over left? Is it like a, a seal clap where you, you you look like a little toy soldier clapping his little symbols together? Like what what is the motion you guys are, are going for? What's the natural are you right hand inside the left or left hand inside the right? I'm right inside the left. Left is curved and, and right is flat. Yeah, so I'm I'm top I'm of like... top of the right fingers hit the left palm. Top of the right fingers, top of the right fingers, yeah. Get like the the ball of your your hand. Yeah, I shouldn't there, say right? top of yeah. the right fingers. The, the right fingers yeah. get the, the middle. Jason, of the palm. excuse us. This is not your segment, sir. I'm I'm clapping left to right. I think it must be a. It's, it's... Well, yeah, you're lefty. Yeah. Ned Flanders. I have yeah, more than you... one. I have more than one clap though. I mean. You got the golf clap. You have like almost like the European soccer clap when you're clapping above your head. I'm not sure I've ever had that. I don't know if I've ever clapped over my head. I mean, you've yeah. never seen like a European European soccer player leaving the field. Yeah, I get like it. Oh, I mean that's, yeah, I that's you're saying. the okay. All right. But I mean, I like have fr- played soccer and I've done that clap because like you're talking princess. about you're like yeah you're yeah. Right. Above about. yeah yeah it's I, the I, princess it's, wave. You're appreciating the fans. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's a princess wave, but a clap. There's that. And there's just the one where you kind of cuff both hands and try to make the weirdest clapping noise ever. (laughs) The hand fart. Yeah. That's the cold weather game clap. You got a mitten clap? Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's all thunky. Then you got the the just just banging your own thigh clap. Yeah, that's a good one. Because you're holding a beer. Call that the Owen. <laughs> that's well. That's that's punching the top of your knee. <laughs> yeah. Then there's the venereal disease. Yeah, they, there's uh, VD. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is how we end up doing a two-hour podcast, boys. This right here. <laughs> this all right, two-hour podcast written all over it. This is episode one ninety-one. We're talking claps. 
Lots who's of football news the, this who's week. Who's got the clap? Lots of football news this week, but um, we're going to clap. <laughs> Devontae. So just I'll just jump right back to football. We Devontae call that segment Adams, Jason Garrett. <laughs> D- Devontae Adams spoke on the uh, on the trade, and basically the 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 quote that got out. I didn't obviously watch the whole interview. I just watched Instagram. Um, the quote that basically got out was essentially I wasn't going to risk my career on Aaron Rodgers only being there one more year or two more years. I mean, I, you know, I got a lot of respect for Jordan love, but, uh, <laughs> but he's a great guy. But I mean, this is the best receiver in football, basically going no fucking way. Am I catching passes from that guy? Like no fucking way. He's gotta be so bad. Like in practice, in the locker room, everywhere. Just terrible. Yeah, nobody likes him. Dude, he will have his time in the sun and it will be glorious. I was on <laughs> I was on a podcast. I did a podcast today with uh a ten second some football or something, some some such name. Um the uh because I'm a generous guy, you know. I just listen. I just wanted to lend my voice to somebody else's podcast. Um, and he's a Packers fan, and so we. So I asked him about the Jordan Love thing, and uh, yeah, he's pretty sure he sucks too. It's the only conclusion at this point. Yeah, it's tough to say. I mean, he's no, watch behind video, there. It's really easy to say he sucks. I just did it again. Yeah, if there was a magic eight ball involved, it would say signs point to yes. There isn't a single thing that the Packers have done since drafting him that makes me think he's any good. Like if the Niners had extended Jimmy G this year, I would have been three times as worried about Trey Lance as the Packers fans would be about Jordan Love, obviously because Aaron Rodgers is a lot better than Jimmy G. But it's the same fucking principle. You've got a guy. He's on a rookie contract. Here's a guy. Let the fucking guy, let the old guy go for the Russell Wilson package, three, four draft picks, build around the young guy. They don't even want to do that. No fucking chance. They fucked that one up. Good job, Packers. Pack it in. Um, Speaking of the Niners. I, did I? Did we talk about this last week? But Debo Samuel showed up for camp, um, putting to rest finally all the bullshit that, like I said, he wasn't ever going. <coughs> but you know who didn't show up? DK fucking Metcalf, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. Scary Terry. So that was a good day for me. Debo's at camp, DK's not, and I, then I just get a bunch of DMs going, he's rehabbing his foot. I'm like, the fuck do you, do you numbnuts not know what mandatory means? It means show the fuck up. No, they don't. Kids these days don't know what mandatory means. They don't have mandatory anything. Well, the thing with McLaurin is it has nothing to do with his contract. It's he doesn't want to play with Lentz. Oh, no shit. No, yeah, I, no, I made that up. But you oh, thought man, it. Yeah. very believable. Oh, yeah. Good, yeah, yeah. Well, good delivery, Doug. So you see, it's that easy. Here I am thinking I I read as much NFL Twitter as fucking anybody in the world, <laughs> and I got scooped. 
But it would make sense if it was true. I mean, subliminally. Sure would. That's what he's saying. You're going to have to pay me a whole hell of a lot of money to play with Ginger Boy over there. Prince Harry or whatever. Well, good for Terry, man. Just, you know. And good for DK Metcalf. Hold the line. They're disrespecting you. Hold the line. Yeah. Get paid, boys. Yeah. Come on. They don't God. care about you. You don't you don't you don't have to put up with this shit from them. Get that bag. Yeah. Fuck the man. Yeah. Make we that, have make that fucking pacifier mouth guard work for you. Right? Right? Um, all right, what else? Uh Deshaun. I don't know if you guys saw. Who? We're up to twenty-six now. Mm. Um, apparently there's there's been some details released that are pretty gnarly. I don't know what uh, they are, but I mean, do you, the, the, we're at twenty six. That, that, that was on on uh, JSVP or what is it? Yeah, Justin. JRVP. JRVP. Yeah. I, I haven't listened in a couple weeks. I got to get back on that. But uh, what's his name was mentioning uh, that a reporter that he knows was doing a lot of work on it, and just recently some like some gory details came through, and they're they're not they don't look good. Don't look good on Deshaun. He'll be fine. It'll blow over. (laughs) 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 Doug's going full lamestream media. I will say this though, I did like uh, Deshaun's lawyer did release like some tweets between some of these people, and like the one girl was like asking to do another one, like the day after she supposedly was assaulted by him. Like she texted him the next day, like, "Hey, let's do this again." <laughs> so it's, I don't know. I, was, I thought that's kind of weird, but yeah, it's sixty was it sixty seven masseuses in, in seventeen months. months? Yeah, that's a lot. It's the the Texans with the NDA thing. That's the creepy. Like, yeah. It's like, come on, guys. And like the guy who gave him the NDAs is a former Secret Service agent. Like, this is all like, you know, you knew. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. This that kind of debunks my theory that uh, they that's how that was him. Them the Texans playing hardball with him. Like, are you gonna leave? Okay, we'll leak your secret. Because yeah, it's the neighbor of the. The lawyers, the Bus- Busby's the, the neighbor, the owner, or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Twenty-six. Jesus. Um. <laughs> there's a rumor that Bill Belichick is going to coach lacrosse after he's done. That's awesome. I hope he does. Done what? That guy's going to die a football coach, <laughs> right? What the fuck is he talking about? Done. Well, I listen. This there's there's a theory that of mine and and many others. People are talking. Um, that he's actually uh, eternal and the husk of a body that he's just using right now will expire at some point and he will... Have you seen the movie Fallen? Yes. It's yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. It's almost like John Goodman. Next time, you guys, next time you guys see my wife, just start singing that song. I think I remember this. this just do that. Something about that. Yeah. 
because of that movie or, or another reason? Oh, yeah, it's precisely because of that movie. Yeah. It's creepy. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> it's amazing. A solid Denzel. Yeah. Solid Denzel, yeah. Solid. Um, Do I own that movie? How would you not? You would think. That's So there's like certain shows and movies I'm not allowed to play at night to go to sleep, even though I've seen them a thousand times, because if the wife wakes up like during any part of that movie, then I basically I get in trouble. Um, Fallen would absolutely be at the top of that list. Like, absolutely. But The Sopranos is also on that list. Just, she's like, I don't like waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning and seeing a hooker being strangled. Spoiler alert. Which is, I guess, reasonable. <sighs> I don't know, man. Those are the nights I sleep the best. Um, so many dead hookers. <laughs> <laughs> God knows I have never seen so many dead hookers. <laughs> this 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 almost this Deshaun Watson thing. Are we sure it's not Norm McDonald's last dirty work? <laughs> oh my god. There's 26 masseuses in the trunks. Oh man. Uh, the Cowboys are apparently gonna get Tony Pollard a lot more touches, and they're even running him out at split wide receiver. Slot wide receiver. Slot. Sounds like you know. Cowboy and he's now he's the same size as Debo. Six foot two fifteen. Now we're starting to make things make sense in terms of Debo comparisons. Like some of these other guys that are like, oh, he's 180 pounds. He's gonna be our Debo Samuel. Sure, guys. Yes. Uh-huh. Right. He's gonna run between the tackles. Sure, I don't sure, think sure, Debo's sure. even gonna be Debo this year, by the way. Like I don't think the Niners want to fuck around with him. It's a, it's a last resort type of thing. That it was a said, one-off? I don't, I don't know if it's a one-off so much as it's like, I don't think, I think they're going to do everything they can not to use him like that in the regular season. Because like that was, they had to finish, like they had so many injuries at running back and Trey Sermon sucks that they had, they had to use. Him. Um, I mean, I was advocating for him being the running back like in week three or some shit. And I even posted it to my story. And people were like, yeah, but what if he gets hurt? And I'm and like, I'm like, sure, 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 sure. Yes, 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 yes. But he would be the best running back on the team. Turns out, not Joe knows his Niners. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't think they want to use him. Because this was back when Ayuk was in the doghouse and not getting touches and all this other stuff. I was like, Solve two birds with one stone. Um, but uh, yeah, so Debo, the, Tony Pollard sounds like the Cowboys are trying to make him into well, their version of Debo. Well, you yeah, know, good for them. This one, but this, the, what I'm uh, saying is this one makes more sense than really any of the other ones I've heard. Yeah, whatever takes touches away from Zeke, right? I mean, that's an that's an instant way to improve your offense is don't let Zeke touch the ball very much. Yeah. Tony um, Pollard. And then AJ Brown. AJ Brown says uh responding to somebody on Twitter says, I was the best wide receiver to play for your franchise. I think he was responding to what was he, somebody said something about 
they really get off Twitter. You don't have to be a villain. You're already a villain. You don't have to be a stupid villain on top of that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. He's like, I was the best wide receiver to play for your franchise. And like, AJ Brown's sitting there going, like, I wanted to stay. They didn't. Yeah, he said. said, No, then he followed that with, "You're mad at the wrong. You're mad at the wrong dude." Right. Because he never sat out. He never like demanded a trade. Like the the Titans went through none of the bullshit with. AJ Brown that the Niners did with Debo, but um, they just got out in front of it and was like, "Oh, okay, we'll we'll take a first round pick for him," and away they went. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. So, um, we are now in, uh, we, we got some reviews. Okay. Did we, get, did, did we get any reviews? We got some reviews. Okay. I've got, um, so our, our review from last week was a guy that I've been, that I DM'd with last year. So shout out to that guy. He's a, he's a Georgia Georgia Bulldogs college fan, so he made a comment about me talking about college football. Shout out to that guy. So I guess I'll do uh, I'll do two reviews today, even though one's one's long. Well, you 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 forgot one last week, or you only did one last week because we did the one long one. Right, one left over. And that that's the this one's from June fifth. It's uh, Top Gun Maverick podcast, ten out of ten. Just right. like the movie, this podcast is a 10 out of 10. Listening to you guys talk about how much you love the movie brought a smile to my face multiple times. Top Gun is one of my dad's favorite movies. Listen, I don't like the, the fucking stray we're catching right here. Top Gun is one of my dad's favorite movies. And it made me happy that he really enjoyed Maverick. I watched, like, this now sounds like he's showing his father this movie in a, a retirement home, almost. <laughs> like, oh, man, this is the... This you don't get many of these left with old dad. <laughs> you know. 
his time's coming. Anyways, I watched the first Top Gun for the first time last year, and watching the new one was an incredible experience. This is one of those movies where 20 years from now I can tell my kids this movie was iconic. Great show. Keep up all the great work. <clears throat> Shout out that guy. Shouts it outs. And then and then here, here's another here's one. Simply the best, five stars. I started following Not Joe on IG when he only had a couple hundred followers. When he announced his podcast, I'm pretty sure I rolled my eyes. It was unnecessary. And thought he should just stick to memes. You were probably right, but still. I finally gave in and started listening last August. I have to say, I wish I had started listening sooner. If you're on the fence about listening, just do it. Something unique about this podcast is the off-season content. While similar pods grasp at straws for episode topics, Not Joe and the boys find ways to keep their listeners entertained. The episodes during football season are great as well. If you're a degenerate gambler like I am, there's an added bonus. Not Joe's a human jinx, so if you bet against his picks, there's a good chance you'll make some money. Because no podcast <laughs> is perfect, I'll mention the only two downsides to this one. First, Not Joe's jinx, or taint, as he calls it, thank you, can work uh-huh. against you. If you hear him pick your team to win, or if he compliments them in any capacity, you need to pause and start mentally preparing yourself. Your team <laughs> will lose the next game, or a key player will get injured. The other con is that Trevor's a Giants fan. While it could be worse and he could be a Cowboys fan, it's still unfortunate, especially when you agree with one of his takes. I mean, who wants to agree with a Giants fan? On the plus side, it was great listening to him slowly die inside as last season progressed. It filled my cold, dead Philly heart with joy. That being said, this is easily the best football podcast out here. Well, look at that, Trevor. Look at that love from a Philly fan. Say yeah, something one, bad. One star. <laughs> one star. <laughs> <laughs> we, we didn't ask for your review of Philly, Trevor. Yeah, but I fucking gave it. <laughs> oh, man. I love it. I would love it if we just had just reviews from Philly fans about Trevor and the Giants. <laughs> <laughs> sure, they have a podcast. But let me tell you about Danny donations. Yeah, you know how many of those accents you're going to have to hear? I don't think so, boys. Oh, Unlistenable. Unlistenable. Can you... We need we Trevor. Can, we can, can, we re- can do audio. We can, I, I just I'd have to edit it in, but we can do audio. Uh, we can do, get audio reviews. I'm sure. Come on, Philly fans. Not sure. Where should they be sending these audio clips? I, I will look into that. If you're a Philly fan and you want to leave Trevor a special message, you guys, in your, yeah, in it's, your it's all fun and games. Until you, it's all fun and games. So you guys have to until you have to listen to him. Not Joe. <laughs> I know. I heard the Baltimore accent recently. Holy, <laughs> I mean, it's the same one. Dude, that guy's so funny. That it's the same really... accent. So funny. He's hysterical. It's, it goes from from South Jersey to Baltimore, South Jersey to Baltimore, and just kind of has its little uh, idiosyncrasies in between. But it's the fucking that's the worst. I uh... that should be like that soundbite of him talking about Joe Flacco versus Lamar should be Joe like Flacco. the new yeah, Flacco. Slacko. It should be like the new intro to the pod. <laughs> There's just something about that guy that I just, yeah, he's just I, trustworthy. I trust him. <laughs> yeah. Lamar, not so much. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's the racism that's funny. Yes. The, sub- um, the subvert. Yes. The, uh, it's, it's, it's the dog whistle that gets me every time. Um, all right. We're going to draft wide receiver stacks. Um, I, I guess we'll just, uh, I mean, if we ever go back and see who actually wins these drafts at the end of the year, we'll do one episode where we're just, I'm yeah, just sitting you, here totaling up. Yeah. When you draft draft. after the Super Bowl, the next, the next episode needs to be draft review. We will do a draft review. Um, 
Do you have a list, or are we just off the cuff on this one? Because I'm no good. Oh at yeah, that. no, I I did not see. Normally, I do I do. Uh, well, I, I know Doug prepares, or at least kind of prepares. I usually do Trevor's prep work for him. I did not do Trevor's prep work for him today. I didn't do my own prep work. This is completely off the cuff. I'm probably even going to need to bring up a uh, <laughs> a list of all NFL teams just to make sure I don't forget one. Um, Doug, it is your pick though. Trevor, you go second. I've got the wrap around. I got the I got the reach around. But, oh, uh, I got to find a list here. I can I can I can find you one. I'm gonna have to it right now. But jeez, getting insane. <laughs> Damn, top wide receiver rooms, huh? Yeah, so you're drafting all the entire room. You're drafting teams of wide receivers. So we're going to go 10 rounds. Um, and uh, two are going to be left over. Shit, man. <laughs> all right. Oof. Yeah, we got to find, like, I got to find rosters. Damn it. I mean, I, I um, mentioned this like three and a half days ago. None oh, of us so did any fucking, nobody did any fucking homework on it, including myself. No. So okay, I mean, you can't really go wrong. There's a lot of good courses. There's there's definitely a good top six, I would say. Um, I guess so. Oh man, I don't like going first because it's it's, it's a terrible admission here. But I'm gonna have to go with the Bengals. Holy shit! I found um, a fucking I found a depth charts wide receiver uh, website. So you guys are in man. fucking luck. And Jamar- by you guys, I mean. Me too. Yeah, I was. Where are you going, Doug? I'm going Bengals number one. Jamar Chase, Higgins, Boyd. That's a pretty good uh, trio. I think I can start there without. I think think I'm going to go with the Aints. If Michael Thomas, you know, Michael Thomas, Landry, Olave. Traquan Smith and Marcus Callaway. Those, those guys are good. That's, I mean, yeah, that's great. Great job there. Um, Thanks, guys. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Rams. I don't know if you know this, but uh, Cooper yeah, Cup, pretty good. Was best wide receiver football, and and they've got Allen Robinson and Van Jefferson, and they are. I don't know if you guys have heard, but they love that. Um, uh, the Beckham fellow. Beckham. Yeah, Beckham. Um, if, he, if he resigns there, right? I mean, they're, but they're saying we love him. We'd love him back. So, anyways, Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup. That's where that's where I'm going. Uh, okay. And on the, okay. on the on the on the reach around, I'm going with. Uh, um. God, he's coming off an injury. No way am I touching that team. Um, nope. Nope. When I mean, you kind of get away from the th- the big three after. Oh. Um, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the the Raiders. Yeah, that was gonna be mine. I uh, Trevor, you're up. I was uh. So I, I drink two beers of, of you know, of questionable alcohol content uh, for every podcast. And I hadn't taken the bag of cans up that I've been putting them in in months. 
And so I was dragging this fucking garbage can bag, his garbage bag full of fucking uh, empties through the living room. Not dragging. I'm I'm a man. I can lift it. Um, but uh, uh, as my wife was having a, a, a like a Zoom conference, um, and I got I got the look like, "What the fuck are you doing right now?" And I just kind of shrugged and kept walking because you know it's it's been almost ten years, and uh, I think I might have stopped giving a fuck at this point. But anyways, Trevor, you're up. Um, I I think this this it's such a strong two. Uh, thirds irrelevant with the Vikings, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen. I mean, those guys are very good. Yeah, I was thinking about them. I was. Like, who's the third? KJ Osborne. And he's fine. Yeah. In that in that role, yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Even with like even with Albert Wilson, kind of behind him. Yeah, you know, he's yeah he's fine. They got a rookie. Six round pick, maybe. I guess who's he? Twenty two and six. I don't even know what that means. Doug, you're up. Two picks. Did we lose Doug? Doug, Doug is on the internet right now, looking at the thing oh. I just sent. Yeah, Sorry. he's on mute. Yeah. He's on mute. Can you hear I'm me? Sorry. Now? We're we're filling in. Can you hear? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Terrific. Can you hear me now? <laughs> yep. Uh, um, so I think we just touched on these guys, the Dolphins. Yeah. Tyree yeah. Kill, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, uh, makes, makes a lot of sense. Who's the other? Is, is what's his name still on the team? Uh, Cedric uh, Wilson. Then you got him from the Cowboys. He had a good year. Yeah. But what's his face is the my perennial, like, deep fantasy pick. Nelson uh, Aguilar? No, that's, he's, no, on no. The, he's on the Patriots. Will Fuller? Never, never pick. Never oh, pick. Will Fuller, yeah. Not he's Will Fuller. Agent. He's not, not there. He doesn't look like he's there anymore. Devontae yeah, Parker. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, he's on the Patriots. Devontae Parker went to the Patriots? Yeah. Ooh, okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe I'll that, pick him again. <laughs> was that a trade? Maybe? I don't know. All those, man, when you get, like... Is there more of a slap in the face to a player like when you get traded to someone in your division? Like, uh, I mean, we are not worried about you. Here, rival. Yeah, go ahead. Have fun. You know, there's a scenario brewing um, that one of the one of the Lewis Riddick went on a rant about about how if the uh, if the Niners Jimmy? cut Jimmy, that Seattle should just make a fucking beeline for Jimmy. Yeah, it's not and that it, one too. it made me kind of throw up in my mouth a little. You like know, just... I, I've passed this opportunity up twice, but in your uh, story today, somebody talked about why aren't why don't the Giants go pick up Jimmy? If the line is going to be as bad as it has been, now not this year. I think there's a lot of confidence there, at least for me, preseason. Um, you want somebody who's a little more mobile than Jimmy, in my opinion. Yeah, but you, you I think, want I think somebody Daniel who's Jones. Get rid of the ball, though. Daniel Jones is, be, you know, and needs to, you know, be able to take a lot of hits. Um, I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback for the Giants than Jimmy would be. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't to me, that's not even a question. Anyway, just want to interject that we can go on. 
this is this is I'm, the off season confidence from you is just all this is like we're now two off seasons in a row. It's just it's really the highlight of the summer. Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> it's, what I get. It's, it's how I know that we're past Memorial Day. Like if 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 not for anything else, if I just had this podcast and no calendar, right now I'd be like we're like somewhere like training camp hasn't started, so maybe school. Mm, yeah, probably mid June. Yeah, definitely not July fourth, but yeah, that'd be that'd be a little late. That's like that wasn't quite enough enthusiasm. But like, I mean, listen, Jimmy's got his flaws. He doesn't have as many as Daniel Jones. I never, never, you know, I'm never talking shit on Jimmy. I like Jimmy. Just saying, in this scenario, <laughs> that's where I'm going. Listen, you you compare. There hasn't him, been an opportunity. You, you compare him to Daniel opinion, Jones one more time. It, I'm gonna stab it, you in the face with a soldering iron. With a soldering iron, I don't think there's been enough opportunity to completely bang, blame Daniel Jones. That that's my defense. Give it to me, yes. <laughs> well, I mean, so this season, if in fact they are still awful, it has nothing to do with a shit ton of injuries. And Daniel Jones throws three picks a game. Then, <laughs> that ain't Jason Garrett. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, let's get back to it. We sidetracked it. All right, Doug, you you went Dolphins. Do you get? Do you have another pick? Or did I not write it down? Um, I don't know. I'm not writing them down. I usually write them down too. I'm not this time. Um, no, I think it's my turn, right? On the yeah, yeah, on the return. So I'm gonna go. I mean, I, I, I'm. Oh damn, I don't know. Hmm. Now we're getting into there's there's still some like sneaky good ones out there. I think I'm gonna go with the Broncos: Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy. Yeah, that was the that young bucks. Yeah, that's a good pick. I like that. I wouldn't have thought of them right off the bat. Yeah, so I so what I got the Bengals, Dolphins, and Broncos. Dolphins and Broncos. Okay, all right, all right. Not bad, not bad. Trevor, you're up. I mean, I think you have to go with the Jaguars. I mean, Christian Kirk, come on. That guy is just so year. good. I mean, you can't pay. All right, lock it in. I'm, I'm writing I'm it joking. down. I'm joking. Write that down. I'm Write that down. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, the, oh god, I gotta. <sighs> Go on. <clears throat> I said it. I said it. You can keep going. Some, uh, uh, would you say the Eagles? Oh, the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Yeah, I said Eagles. Keep going. <laughs> oh, this is turning into a great episode. <laughs> yes. Feed me. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with the uh, Bucks. Fuck. Good, good oh, pick. That? That's who I was wrestling with with my last selection. And uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to go with the. Um, I'm gonna go with the Niners. Solid. I think I think I, I really like Ayuk. I think he uh, came on strong second half of the season. 
was able to be a leader in camp with Debo out. And Jawan Jennings, as Charverius Ward said, that guy's got more talent than I thought he had. Which, you know, I mean, if I'm an NFL wide receiver, I might punch in the face for saying that. But um, anyways, Charverius Ward, quote, he's got more talent than I thought he had. Anyway, I like Jawan Jennings. He's fun. And he's going to get to play because the night the night is like he's blocking. So, anyway, he's a big dude. Trevor, you're up. Ooh. If healthy, it's Giants. Kadarius Tony could have a fucking breakout season. Kenny Galladay I'm, healthy is dangerous. We know that. And Shep is Shep is uh pretty consistent when he's fucking healthy. So it's not right. a bad pick. Not a bad pick. Those are some good guys. So I just want to rattle off the quarterbacks that Trevor has for his wide receiver room at this point. He's got Jameis. Famous. Kirk Cousins. We're not talking about we're talking about receiver room. Talent. Right, but I mean room. like in football, the quarterback throws them the ball. Yes, but this we're not talking about how productive they're going to be. On paper, how talented the wide receiver room is. Well, we're the quarterback is irrelevant. To, we're going to have to figure out how to make draft. this win at some point. In this draft, the quarterback is irrelevant. Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. Those are the final two. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Doug, you're up. Two Daniel Jones is underrated. <laughs> And 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 honestly, I think Jalen Hurts is too. And we all had uh, we all, all had our boy last year for MVP pick. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Famous James. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go. So I got back to back picks here. So I'm gonna. S- we go with the Chargers wide receivers, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. That's a pretty yeah, I was, good deal. Yeah. And Jalen Guyton is sneaky good, which is unfortunate because he transferred out of Notre Dame. Those are guys I like to root against. Um, and then on the turnaround, this it's, it's kind of feels like a surprise pick, but I don't know if it is. I'm going to go with the Jets. Corey Davis, Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. I like that trio. Elijah Moore is fucking good, man. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of potential in that wide receiver core for sure. Yeah. Those guys are good. So, I mean, good I probably pick. should have picked the Steelers, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, I'm not going to be <laughs> pull a Trevor. Good pick, Doug. Thank you. That's my uh, TED talk. Trevor, do you also want to take the Cowboys? <laughs> no. Yes. No, I'm not, because now they're out of the question. Um, I think I might go with the Hawks. Okay, Lock, yeah, Lock you could do DK. that. I mean, you got some good. Those are two. Those boys are big. Just now, he's got Drew Lock. <laughs> the best part about these fucking drafts is we yeah. always end up getting a sure. theme. Sure, go ahead and pick the Packers then, dickhead. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. But they got Aaron Rodgers. 
Bucks Falcon. Um, okay, so Bucks Niners. Da, 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 da. Um, uh, Cowboys and Steelers. Yeah, those are probably safe picks at this point. I mean, we're not really uh, not much left here, boys. I think I think the the diamond in the rough there that the Doug pulled was the Jets. I think they were. Yeah. I mean, I just there's, I just took a team. With, I just took a team with C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and another team with Chase Claypool and and uh, and Deontay Johnson. And Doug is the one that pulled the the diamond in the rough. I mean, uh, I'm a little hurt, but you know, honestly, I mean, not surprised either. The Jets have the the highest up the uh, the biggest measure of opportunity in that uh, in that situation. Who's Damn. Is it my? I think you're up, Trevor. Oh, go with the Bills. Yeah, that's a good one. I think yeah. Crowder's going to have a good year. And Stefan, obviously. Gabriel Davis isn't 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 uh, he's not bad. I mean, he I. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, yeah. As Nacho would say. Is that is that a tick I have? I, I, he's fine a lot. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. That's, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so... It's like, it's like my, that's like my Colin Coward impression. Yeah, he's fine. You know, that's what you want. He's fine. All right. I think I'm, I'm comfortable taking my brownies at this point. I'm Mari Cooper, down from People's Jones, and we got a rookie out of third round, David Bell, that I like. I'll take my brownies. And then I got to pick another team right back to back. Let's... I'll tell you what, man, looking at this, like that AFC South, those are some, the, <laughs> uh, the receivers in the AFC South are doo-doo. Have yeah. you picked any of those teams? Nobody's. I the... Jeez. the Texans have the best room with Brandon Cooks? Uh... Oh, Michael Pittman. Pitt, man. Michael Pittman's good. Damn, see, this is now it's getting tough. I don't know. Christian Kirk, come on. Um, I guess I'll go. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> this sucks. The Panthers, I guess. There you go. DJ Hold Moore, yeah, TJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Terrence Marshall Jr., who I thought was good, would have had a better rookie year last year. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with the Panthers. Can you imagine Robbie Anderson with a good quarterback? Nah. <laughs> he's been he's been fantasy relevant every year he's been in the league almost, and he's been uh, terrible teams. All right, Trevor, you're yeah, up. then you'd be. I, I, I have I have ended up with him way too often in fantasy, and like I'm I get him every other year, and it's always on the years that I always put my taint on him. That's why his hair looks like that. Yeah, he's one of those like every three games he puts up three or four touchdowns kind of thing. Yeah, not three or four, like two or three. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with the Cardinals. 
Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. AJ Green was good at uh, one point. This, this, little, this little thing I sent you is uh, is leaving off just uh, D Hop too. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Because he's suspended. Right. But I mean, he'd, he'd be part of the room, right? I mean, like that's yeah. They so, got Marquise Brown. Yeah, I mean that he they should be much higher. Yeah, that's a that's a it's an extremely value pick. Good value. Mm-hmm. Good value. Mm-hmm. 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 God, okay, so here's what's left. The Falcons, Lions, Packers, Bears, and football the, team, football the Patriots, team. the Ravens, and, and then the and AFC, the AFC the South. <laughs> and the AFC South. Uh I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with, yeah, I'll go with the Packers. That's fine. You got the rookie. They got Sammy Watkins. You know, Randall Cobb is alive. Alan and this little app thing you sent, I don't think he's. They don't even mention Sammy Watkins. They, they don't. They don't mention Sammy Watkins. He's on the. He's he's, he's second. He's, he's, on the, he's on the second yeah. team in there. Yeah. Um, I mean, Alan Lazard, I don't know if you guys remember, but he was wide open on that play that uh, Aaron Rodgers forced that ball to Devontae Adams. It was uh, basically ended the Packers season. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. if I brought that up this podcast mm-hmm. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, uh, <clears throat> I'm, I'm taking the football team or the commanders, the commies. The commies. Scary Terry if he plays, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel. There's some talent there. You can work with that. Talk myself they, into that in the eighth round. They can be all right. They're fine. Yeah, it's fine. All My right. Turn. Trevor? Why don't, we, why don't we make this the last round? Trevor gets I'm gonna go. all right. This is last pick. Last pick is the Pats. Oof. I did not have them on my draft board. That is a shitty wide receiver. <laughs> right they got they got they got Aguilar. <laughs> what are you talking about? They've got Aguilar. I think that's the best out of the rest, man. Yeah, you would say that, but in reality, the best one left is, and again, another sneaky one here: Detroit Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown came on last year at the end of the year. They got arguably the best rookie wide receiver in the draft, Jamison Williams, but he had the injury, so he fell a little bit. DJ Shark is serviceable as a three. Yeah, he was he was better. He was the best receiver on the Jaguars until they traded him. Yeah, so or let him go. I mean, we so we absolutely hate the Chiefs wide receiver room, is basically what what we're getting at here. Yeah, nobody picked them, huh? Marquez Valdez-Scantling, McCole Hardman, Juju Smith-Schuster. I don't... I could just say Juju. Uh, Josh Gordon and the rookies, the Sky Moore. You could... I mean... Yeah, that's all... Just all B-minus, C-plus receivers. Do the Pats have a worse 
Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, Jacoby Myers. I mean, are any of those guys better than Juju? I mean, I had like like Chicago and the Patriots were the worst. I think are the worst two receiver rooms. Yep. I'm not fighting you there, dude. The Lions would, yeah. DJ Chark, Jameson Williams, Amon Ross, and Brown. That's a that's a that's a fine last pick in the draft. Yeah. Although the Falcons room, even with the rookie, just yeah, not great. But they also so, don't have the one dude that's uh, suspended for gambling on there. Oh yeah, Calvin Ridley. Yeah, well, I mean, Calvin Ridley, right? Is he out the whole year? I think he's out the whole year. Yeah. Tough too, because some of these teams, you know, like the Chiefs have a great tight end. You know, Falcons have a good tight end with their second year guy. So, but yeah, man, boy, if I'm a Bears fan, I'm aging life right now. Yeah, I mean, you don't have Matt Nagy. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna bump you up at least three spots. Yeah. So here's here's the draft. Doug has the Bengals, Dolphins, Broncos, Chargers, Jets, Browns, Panthers, Lions. Trevor has the Saints, Vikings, Eagles, Giants, Seahawks, Bills, Cardinals, Pats. Not Joe has the Rams, Raiders, Bucks, 49ers, Cowboys, Steelers, Packers, and the Wences. This was fun. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Doug, did you ever get caught up on Barry? You know what? I just watched the whole third season before this started. I think this. I I didn't see the episode came out today or yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, I didn't see that. Interesting. Definitely an interesting ending. Yeah. Cliffhanger much? Right. Hey, hey, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. You know, I I banged through uh, the new Peaky Blinders season in about two days. Never been, but it's, it's really good. Yeah, if you got the subtitles on, it's good. The I'm fuck good are those guys saying? Oh, it's not it, not this year, not it. That's all I hear. Of it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I'll tell you what I did finally watch was The Northman. What'd you think? I loved it. I loved it. Was my description awesome. accurate? Yes, the power grunting and screaming was yeah. a highlight. And like they, you're like, wow, the the dialogue's terrible. You're like, oh yeah, it's supposed to be, and you know, people that couldn't read, write, or barely speak. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Doug, uh, I, I'm thinking of, I was thinking of buying the Everything Everywhere All at Once movie, but I held off because I don't know if I should watch it in a theater or not. Is it? Is it a? You got to be in a theater movie. Um, no, it's not a theater movie. It's a, not necessarily, yeah. Nah. Did you see okay. it, Trevor? No, but I just know it's not a theater movie. Yeah, I mean, there's there's definitely some... It was good on the big screen, but you can enjoy it at home. Yeah. Everything's everything's better in, in, on the big screen. Yeah. See, the, the big screen part for me is that like I'll actually finish it in one sitting. Whereas yeah. if it's on the TV here at the house, because I'm either going to fall asleep on the couch... Because I start it too late, or I have my kids around. Yeah, I mean the you, the the theater sets the tone. Yeah, 
Indeed. Yeah. We're here to fucking movie. Um, what else? Oh, I'm, I, for whatever reason, I don't think I'd gotten through. I, I know I'd watched Casino Royale, but I hadn't actually, I don't think, I hadn't spent time with the Daniel Craig Bonds. He's perfect. What's up? He's a perfect Bond. Oh, I'm having a ton of fun. Yeah, I'm having a blast. I even like the Quantum of Solace thing. I know people didn't apparently like because p- part of the reason I jumped into it was because people were asking about the the worst sequels, Revenge of the Fallen, Quantum Solace, and I'm like, I don't remember Quantum Solace at all, let alone it being bad. I, I definitely didn't jump off the page as bad to me. Um, you know, Doug, what do you I mean, think Quantum Solace? Skyfall was Skyfall was dope. I haven't gotten a Spectre. And I haven't watched the new one. Inspector's good. What, who's doing this? What's happening? Doug, are you peeing? Doug's yes. peeing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Man, the mute button. Goddamn mute button. <laughs> <laughs> he hits it, and then he talks. He doesn't hit it, and he pees. <laughs> It's 3 a.m. for Doug. Everybody give her a break. Right, yeah. Yeah. I uh Quantum of Solace is fine. The the female lead sucks. Like she really brings it down. She's not a good actress. Um Which one was that? Not Vesper. Quantum of Solace. Solace. Not Vesper. The 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 one where they're in the desert at the end. Yeah, the who's the Quantum lead? of Solace? I forget. She's like a former model. Um I can't remember her name right now. Ilya Curith. Yeah, yeah. I think I, now, now that is now that is so kind big. of yeah. Now that is resonating a bit that that was bad. Okay, she's got. I do remember her. Her her skin tone just looked incredibly. It was almost like she was wearing like some kind of like like almost like an Arab face. Um, like they like dead her up so dark that like I don't think that's her actual complexion. It just kind of looked like caked on makeup the whole time. Beautiful. Yeah. You know, Bond chick, but uh, yeah, not. But the the new one is on Amazon Prime now. So I know it's part of the other reason. I've I've got to. I think I've got to rent Spectre at this point and pay the four dollars. I'll tell you, the last one got dusty for me, at least. The newest one, yeah. Because they they've got to be done with him, right? That was his last one, right? That's what I they're saying. Know. Yeah. So I feel like they've been saying that since Skyfall. So, like, I thought Idris Elba was going to be the next one, and then that's not a thing anymore. No, nah, they're still saying he could be. Or is he, he would be a fantastic Bond. He's also getting really old. Is he? I mean, what's what's the best movie that he's made that he was the lead in? That's the problem. Yeah, there was he's, that. He's, there was a show. What was that show? He also hasn't really been good. given a ton Luther. of like. Luther, yeah, so good. Luther, Luther's good. He also hasn't been given a ton of stuff to like, like you wrap the Bond name around him, right, and give him all the cool fucking action pieces, and give him the. I like him. I would be fine with him as the next one. Where do we get our first? Was he in like a the one of the Guy Ritchie movies? Yeah, like Layer Cake. I think was he in that? Yeah, yeah. Also, with the, um, I, I mean, like, just as long as they don't go with like a Robert Pattinson. Type, oh, please, no. Yeah. Like, He's got to be, I mean, 
Harry Brosnan. Styles or something for fucking Bond or something. Like, just don't go, don't it's go. Be Bond. It's what do you be think British. of Tom Hiddleston, Loki? Nah, yeah. he's not like. Nah, he's not like good looking enough. He's not rugged enough. Yeah, he's not. He's too smart looking, kind of. What about Tom Hardy? Tom Hardy, yeah, but like he can do anything. He's, he's, he's <laughs> he the is. opposite. He's like he's too brutish. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He's too like like football hooligan. He's fucking fantastic. I love Tom Hardy. Speaking of yeah. uh, Peaky Blinder. He's an asshole for taking that fucking Venom character. He should have waited out and been the next Wolverine. That's my thought on that. Mm, okay. Yeah, Venom didn't do many favors because Venom was bad. I didn't see Carnage yet, but Venom was bad. And I had a lot of it's, high hopes. It's more of the same. Because I, that's such a great character and storyline with Venom and Carnage, but it's just they Spider Man. Like it's Spider Man is just too fucking goofy. It's, yeah, it's I'm not too soft. I'm not sure how I feel about the anti-hero trying to make all these villains good guys. We got Craven the Hunter movie coming out. Like that's a bad guy. He should be a bad guy, and that's it. <laughs> uh, congrats to the Aussies there, Nacho. By the way. Yeah. Did you see that final save? That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so I found it. I found an article. So they've got uh, they might they could go female, a female Bond. Okay. Um, Nicholas Holt, who uh, he's a good actor. He's from Who's that? Bad he was Road. he was Beast in the X Men movies. Oh, okay. The that new the newer ones. Now I know. Um, I still still not putting a face to it. What else? Not a lot. Mad Max Fury Road. Uh, oh. The favorite true history of the Kelly gang. Like tall, skinny kind of? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not like who's Cousin the, Greg's tall and skinny, but like. No, but he, looks, tall and skinny. Yeah, he looks young. Yeah. Does he look really young? Okay. Yeah. Papa Asidu. I don't know who that is at all. Um, he was in I May Destroy You and and Men. He's been in Men. <laughs> I bet he has. Men. I heard that's a super weird movie. Men. I, I just recently it. came out. Theo James. Oh God, no! Who's that? He was in like those insurgent movies. I think he's a he's terrible a, actor. Sandition, <laughs> Dark Crystal, The Time Traveler's Wife. Um, Aiden Turner. I've never heard of it. I don't know who the fuck these people are. Who's this guy. I should see faces for these. I, I, even with faces, I don't recognize any of these assholes. Yeah, it can't be just some geek off the street. It's gotta be hardy with the steel. Ernie Keith. Regulators. For all, kids, for all you kids, that was regulators. Dude, Harry Styles is mentioned in this. God damn it. <laughs> you, just, you just made it I happen. Just put my fucking taint on it. You just put your taint on Bond. I just, I just ruined Bond. <laughs> well, at least Sean Connery's not around to see me put my taint on James Bond. R.I.P. Oh. Womack. Womack. 
So I just watched um, Ambulance, the new Michael Bay movie. Oh boy, yeah. Great. And uh, I mean, dude, it's just like all drone footage. It's fucking weird. Uh, it's a Michael Bay movie. But anyway, uh, the point <laughs> is, he fucking one of the characters references Womack from The Rock in that movie. So Michael really? Bay quotes yeah. one of his other movies. Like he, the actor even says, Sean Connery from The Rock. It's uh, what's the, what's the line about uh, fucking the prom queen? Like they say uh, that it, when, when uh, losers lo- losers whine about uh, their best, loser, losers whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. Yeah, so like there's just a random like a random police quotes that movie in the new Michael Bay movie. <laughs> I thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> it's good though. Gotta, gotta, so yeah. In in the Michael Bay universe, Michael Bay movies exist. Yeah, that's perfect. Of course, not. Wow. <laughs> Welcome um, to the anything else? To the rock. Anything else? Do we get any comments? Well, I was I, I was gonna do the podium. Oh shit! Um, I did watch other. If I got one more movie, I can sneak in. I watched a lot of movies this weekend. Uh, 2018 movie called Revenge. It's like by this French director. It's, it's a rape revenge movie, and it is fucking gnarly. Very yeah. bloody, crazy, weird. Um, but I, I, I was listening to uh, my buddy's movie podcast, and they reviewed this movie. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And it was, it was wild. So it's called Revenge, 2018. The um. Okay, yeah, that sounds like a, exactly the movie I'm not allowed to put on at night that the wife yeah. wakes up in the middle of. Yeah, definitely not. Um, all right, so the podium this week. And this is where I, I rank the three most... Im- th- not in order, necessarily, but the three most important people in my life. Um, and again, in no particular order. Uh, we've got uh, people who download the podcast, so... Congratulations. You're, you're in my top three. Um, who else? Frank Gore. Frank Gore is number two. Um, last week I picked my dog and none of my human family members made it. Um, but this week, the six-year-old, who's typically my arch nemesis, um, uh, he, he, he sat down and he watched Top Gun with me. The original. Oh, oh! Any anything oh. heartbreaking he had to say, or he misses he misses Goose. That a boy. Nice. That a boy. There you go. Buddy. Did, you guys not, there you did, did you guys not see the picture I put on my on my personal IG where I take a put, took a picture of him just after Goose died? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good for you for for capturing that. I mean, it's it's. Um, Were you ready to go with the, with the camera too? Like uh, here it is. I I gotta get this. I I had the thought, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is too perfect." Here we go. I'm sending it to you. I think I did see it. Didn't you say like seventy fifth time I've seen Goose Die? I, I was like, I was like, the, yeah, I did the I did the count of how many times we'd seen Goose Die, and over me, I said 50, 75, Who the fuck knows? And then over over the six year old, I just put one. Um, <laughs> oh, my, oh man, that is precious. <laughs> but you got to memorialize 
the first time you see you gotta take a picture the first time you see Gustav. Is his head that big or is it just a picture? No, he's got a big head. He's got he's got your head, huh? Oh, both of them do, dude. <laughs> like they 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 um in terms of like shirts that they can fit into that we we almost gotta size them up, but to get them to get the head through, but then the shirt's baggy. It's just it's 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 tough. A lot of brains in there. Lots of brains. Lots of brains. Um, but yeah, no, he's uh, he's uh, That's adorable. That, was, that was a picture of him from uh, from watching Goose immediately after Goose Day. And then the wife asked him tonight, she's like, Did you like Top Gun? Because this was Saturday night that we watched. We'd watched the first half before, but I'd stopped it before they go up against Viper. I was like, okay, we'll pick this up either next weekend or whatever. And I was like, as we're sitting down, I was like worried, like, what did he remember from the first half? Because you know that's you know that's the wife just trying to make him say something to hurt you, right? Probably. Oh, for sure. Not that this kid needs help. I know, um, <laughs> but 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 she knew you guys had a moment, and she didn't like that. Right. Right. The not, um, not standing for that kind of shit in this house. The uh so I'm like I'm I'm asking him and I'm like he goes, Hey, what was the name of the, he goes, what was the name of the pilot that quit at the beginning? And I'm like, Oh my god, I'm I love you so much. This you just <laughs> made the podium. That's when I knew right then and there that a week later he was like asking me top gun questions about plot points. And uh I'm like Merlin I'm like, no, not Merlin. Cougar, and Cougar. Uh, yeah. um. Anyways, so shout so, out the six year old. Did I ever tell you I've met him? Cougar. Yeah, he owns the restaurant that um my older roommate worked at at one point. Nice. All right, yeah. Interesting. Very successful restaurant as well. I like it. Yeah. I love it. I want. When was the last time you? When was the last time you guys watched Hot Shots? For oh, a wow! A long time. A long time. Does it still bang? There's some, there's some just uh, it just it just John it just reminded me of John Cryer in the beginning of that, like being in the fighter jet, a la Top Gun. Right. Shit's um. Funny. Anyway, so yeah, so people who download the podcast, Frank Gore and uh, and the six year old. So, Solid podium. Yeah, good podium. Um. He also just. He he wiped the floor with the wife in an argument tonight. Uh, that's why. That's why. <laughs> there, there's the there truth. There he is. Yep. What happened? Just just wipe the floor with her. What happened? What happened? <laughs> I got him now. <laughs> so me and the me and the eight year old go to um, pick up In and Out, and and uh, the four burgers, two fries, and two uh, sugar free lemonades, and. Uh, I give the eight-year-old his um, his his lemonade in the car, and he's drinking in the car, and come upstairs, and uh, he takes his to the table, and we hand up the food, and and everybody's eating, and the six-year-old has a habit of eating his French fries first, and then not eating anything else on his plate, and goes like, "I'm full." Yep. And, Is that because uh, he drank all the lemonade first too? And well, so. He goes, hey, I want my... Le-. He's like halfway done with his meal. He goes, hey, I want my lemonade. And and the wife goes, after you finish your food. And he kind of looks around. He goes, 
Big Brother's got his lemonade. He and she's like, because he's done with his food, and he's looking at it like he's had it the whole fucking time. Like, <laughs> this is horseshit. And I'm I'm at this point I'm this is as happy as I'm ever gonna be. Because like he is seen right through her fucking bullshit at this point. He knows he's being lied to. And he starts screaming. He smells fear. He starts screaming. And I just walk away. I'm like, you know what? No good can come from this. I'm either gonna jump in on the losing side of the fight, or yeah. I'm gonna side with him and piss off my wife. So I'm like, listen, I'm walking away. So then I start so, th- so then, instead of fighting in front of the kids, we we take it to the DMs. Um, <laughs> what? So it's, uh, me and the me and the wife are now having the argument over whether or not she got because I posted to my my Instagram. I said, "Oh, okay." I was going to say, "I said you guys just I, ch- just text each other at the table." Now we're now we're just now we're in my Instagram DMs going back and forth uh, on and uh, and I said I said I said you made up a rule in the middle of the game. She goes, now you, he understood my point. Minimal freak out. I calmed him down and won. And and I'm like, on the on the merits, you got worked. She goes, I didn't cave, I won. <laughs> I'm like, listen, an impartial judge would have blocked your shit in the next week. She, <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, Yeah, but my opponent was six. I was like, this is why the police aren't allowed to question a minor without their parents present. You're gaslighting a six-year-old. I hope you're proud of yourself. (laughs) She goes, goes, I distracted him with a hug, got him off the ledge, and he understood he needed to listen to me. So again, boom. I go, nah, I'm not six. You're not gaslighting me. (laughs) So we get down the end, and I go... You made him think his brother got the same deal. That's like 10,000% fucking gaslighting. She's like, it's not what I said for fuck's sake. I said, I said, six-year-old, Nixon got his lemonade. You, the argument loser, he finished his food. I'm like, listen, I, so she, she, my wife doesn't lose two arguments in one night very often, but she lost one to the six-year-old and she lost one to me. So she can't make the night. podium when you're a loser. You know what you're going to have tomorrow, not Joe? <laughs> fucking the worst day ever. You're going to have a good day. She's gonna hope you have a good day tomorrow. Just the best, most special day in the world. Yeah, you're getting that. You're you're getting that. Have a good day from her right. tomorrow morning. Have a great day. Yeah, mm-hmm. one of those. Um, Doug, you asked before. Uh, we did get a comment. Nice. Would you like you guys like to know what the comment is? Lay it on me. Let's do it. It's okay, Trevor. Admit Daniel Jones is garbage. Retort. Do we get any other comments or no? That's it. no that was, that was the one. <laughs> Do we need any more? <laughs> I, I would like another one. You don't need multiple comments when one speaks for everybody. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. We were all thinking it. One Take brave stepped up and said, it. "Take your shot." I uh, kid. Is it? Is hockey still going? Do we have to still do hockey corner? It is. Oh, Doug. Here we go. The Stanley Cup final has been settled. 
Colorado it's Avalanche. Not, it's not plural. No, it's the final. Stanley Cup final. Yeah, I, I, maybe some people call it finals, but it's the final. All right. Well, I'm, anyway, I'm saying it like that, so it's got to be whatever. I mean, it's, um, it's hockey corner. I defer to you. Yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Um, against the Tampa. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. 